Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. It is January 9th, 2023. Weird. We're in a new year. Happy New Year, I guess. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'm your host. I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime and the former mayor of Danger Bay, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? Happy 2023. Dare I say happy year of Bubba Wallace? I I mean, you know, depends on who's driving the car because we did have a little Could bit be. of Ty Dillon in that car. So, I mean, you know, maybe Anthony Alfredo was the most consistent 23 car last year. People don't want to admit that. I was thinking, like, way back, like, Jeff Jeff Green, was he in the 23? I'm a big Hut Strickland guy. You know, fun okay. fact, my first iRacing win was in a Hut Strickland car, just saying. Right Kevin, on. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. Because someone just came back from the dead today. Who would that be? I can't believe I'm saying it, but we are welcoming back to the podcast someone who hasn't been here in, like, a hundred episodes. It's Nolan Sutton, and he's back! What's up, guys? So good to be back. I appreciate you guys letting me jump on today's episode. I'm excited to talk about some uh, NASCAR with you guys. For anyone who has been here the entire time, I'm sure you're like, holy crap, Nolan's back. It's been like three and a half years. That's wild. For anyone who's new, Nolan was one of the original three uh, hosts on the show, uh, left for personal reasons uh, back in 2019, came back for an episode a while ago, and now we have him back. Again, don't leave our side, our beautiful angel Nolan. Uh, life's life's a little more consistent here, so I, uh, I yeah, hope to be a little more often with you guys. Well, how you been, man? Like first and foremost, you know, how you been? How's everything been going? Man, since the last time I recorded with you guys, um, I am married now. Um, I have a dog. I've done all the classic American stuff. I feel like at a house, like I have a job. Like, Whoa! Yeah, so it's like uh, life has been good over the past couple of years, but I'm uh, I'm looking to expand more into the NASCAR content world, and uh, this is one of those opportunities that uh, hopefully I can uh, utilize as I kind of make that way into that world, and hopefully, uh, you know, I can continue to work with you guys. Well, we love it. And, uh, of course, you come back as soon as we have Rogue Media on with us. Shouts out to Rogue Media. Do I, Kevin, do I say Left Turns and Loud Noises presented by Rogue Media? 
Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. <laughs> that, it sounds good, right? It's like presented by anything sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we could have the Daytona 500 presented by some gum on the bottom of my shoe, and that still sounds pretty cool. So it I don't could know. be presented by and then sponsored by fill in the blank whoever wants to. <laughs> Help us out. So. <laughs> Shouts out Rogue Media. Shouts out Nolan. It's a good start to 2023. I don't know about y'all, but I am very, very hyped because we are like 40-something days away from the 500. Is it mm-hmm. the 500 or is it just Speed Weeks or the week of Speed, sorry, in general, because we're, we're not calling it Speed Weeks anymore. Speed, five days. Uh, five days of Speed. Um, I think we're 41 days from the 500. We are... Disgusting. I want to say 26 from Cars on Track at the LA Coliseum, though. Oh, man. I am. <laughs> After last year's clash, I don't know how you felt about this one, Nolan, but like I'm, I'm a little hyped to see now that the cars are kind of we've had a year to feel it out. You know, how much more are they going to start bumping and banging into each other? And I'm hoping to see that maybe they fixed a little bit of the short track package. Um, yeah, yeah that, that, that's going to be fun. No, I agree. I think another thing to uh, keep in mind for the Clash is that they're adding a couple more cars. And I remember watching last year. um, I remember watching last year, and there were times where it was like, Joey Logano was coming up on lap traffic, and before they could navigate through lap traffic, a caution would come out. And I feel Mm -hmm. like if they could have hit the tail end of lap traffic and really had to navigate their way through everything then there would have been a great battle for the lead and it would have been a much different race than what we saw or than, than what we experienced. So I think with that addition, plus what you said, Anthony, I think it's going to be an excellent race. I am definitely just at this point, a fan of just put all the cars in like you're here's the thing it, it depends on who has the money because you got to look at it logistically speaking you're asking the teams to go from the east coast to the west coast to the east coast back for a west coast swing that is a lot of mileage to start the season but i'm also a fan of screw it put more cars out there make it more fun like you said lap traffic would have made it more interesting at the end the race is starting at 5 p.m now i wonder if that's the actual race itself and not the um uh, what is it? The prelim heats. I assume they're doing the heats again, right? Yeah, they are. I think. I yes. think the actual race is at five. That's honestly the fine. I I would like to see the nighttime, but I also don't want to be watching a NASCAR race till midnight in <laughs> February. Ugh. So yeah, we got that coming up. We have um, a lot of F1 announcements coming up, Kevin. I know that you're excited to see uh, if any liveries change this year. Um, especially yeah. with all the new uh, changes going on. So that's that's popping up soon. Mm-hmm. We've got um, pretty much all the NASCAR teams have announced their, their stuff and IndyCar starting up real soon too. So Kevin, I'm sorry to cut you off. You were a little, you want to talk F1, I'm sure. No, I was just saying IndyCar and F1 both start on the same day this year. Um, March 5th, it'll be like the Bahrain okay. Grand Prix checkered flag away right as St. Pete starts. So that'll be a really fun day. Uh, oh man, yeah, I'm gone that day. Oh no! Yeah, you guys are gonna have to do it without me. Well, you guys oh, we'll are gonna have it. all the knowledge without me. I'm you know, yes. once again, I'm my my personality only being music festivals. I'm going to a music festival that weekend. That's fair. But yeah, yeah we we should have a bunch of those. Uh, I feel like on the NASCAR side, like starting to get these paint scheme reveals. I think Bowman's revealing tomorrow. Um, Kyle already re- or Kyle Bush. Concepts. I feel like I just haven't seen a lot this year. Like I, I don't know what a single Chase Elliott car looks like, or 
Hamlin. I'm going to tell you exactly what up. a Chase Elliott car is going to look like. It's going to look the same as it did last year and the year yeah, before probably. that. Year before that. At least I'd like to know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, it'll be uh, it'll be a fun build up, and then also we got you know the Chili Bowl coming up. We got uh, yeah, that's Chili Bowl going right on. Now. Chili Bowl might be going on like right now. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure night. that like it's happening like right right now. And then Rolex Twenty Four will be here, and yeah, we're, we're basically all the way home, man. Yeah, so I'm looking at the paint schemes. We got uh, Trackhouse Penske. Uh, you got the one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. 10, 11, 12, 17, 19, 20, 21, 22, 24, 47. Oh, God, yes, the 78's been put out. There we go. That's the one I cared about. Josh Balicki, number 78Ziegler.com. Sometimes I wish this was a YouTube simulcast so that you, like, you could see what I'm seeing. Yeah. So I know we were yeah, talking before this episode, kind of some some things for 2023, and I think it'd be fun to kind of do a little roundtable here. Nolan, let's, we'll start off with you, and we'll go for the first question, is what are you most excited for about 2023? Oh, that's a great question. Honestly, I'm just excited for uh, a second year with the next-gen cars. I mean, overall, I was super impressed with them other than the short tracks, but I really want to see, is the parody true within these cars, or... Is it one of those situations where um, everybody was just trying to figure out everything and we're going to see the top tier teams uh, win lots of races and really compete for the championship in the 2023 season? Good answer, good answer. Anthony, how about you? I don't think my clapping came through the mic. Um, (laughs) Ironically or unironically? Hit me with both. Okay, ironically, I want to see Brandon Jones win a championship. He's in the best car he's ever been in. That shot's fired at uh, Joe Gibbs' bum-ass team. Um, We love JRM in this house. Big Ryan Williams supporters here. Um, Definitely rooting for him in the nine car. I don't know if you saw the launch shirt, quote-unquote, for it. Um, But I've already purchased mine. So, you know, get on it. Um, Unironically, I think, like, this is kind of a weird thing because I know everyone's excited about the racing and all this. I'm excited to see what we did safety-wise over the offseason. That's my biggest thing. I don't want to see a single driver in concussion protocol this year. I did. It pissed me off beyond, beyond comprehensible belief that the guy who was basically leading at one point in the playoffs could not compete anymore because he had a concussion, because he backed in the wall slightly. Like, I want to see that these cars are safer. I want to make sure that no one's having their career ended. You know, And if we're bringing Jimmy Johnson back... I do not want to see any of these older drivers having any issues. Like I'm really hoping these cars are safer. And yeah, like Nolan said, I'm I'm interested in the parody too, if that is realistic or not. Like I'm I'm if that was a fluke, whatever. If it wasn't, awesome. I want to see more weird winners. So mine is I'm clapping by the way for that one, Anthony. Sorry, Kevin, <laughs> Hell, I didn't mean to get you yeah. off. I, but, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say safety, that's that's number one and uh that's a great answer. Yeah, thank you. The mic is not picking up clapping for either of us, and that's super unfortunate. Mike, you're the editor. Can you just, like, I don't know, add clapping to both of our points? <laughs> so, my, I was going to say, like, Anthony, you kind of took the words out of my mouth there, and that I'm most excited about being able to watch, like, races at intermediate tracks without having to worry every lap if someone, like, gets clipped and backs in. And I'm like, oh, that guy's going to be out. Um, It's just, like, 
I mean, obviously, there's always inherent risk with with watching any sport, um, especially motorsport. But the fact that like concussions were such a big issue last year, and now that they fixed it, hopefully that won't be a big issue. Hopefully. Um, and then in kind of a a weird twist on the parody side of it, I'm excited to see who kind of breaks out from the rest of the pack. Like, I want to see what team truly like puts their mark on hey i like yeah. our team had i know that sounds weird but, like i love the parody last year no. too but i think the the like the engineering scientist type of guy in me is like who's really gonna take that turn like i think logano last year had the most wins out of anyone and it was only four races no chase had five if you want to count chase, the, the chase had uh, five but how many did he cross the finish line first four but you know okay you... I yeah so i i mean I, you're not wrong <laughs> I would like to see someone get like six plus because I think it is it's fun going into any playoff scenario where there's a favorite. Like last year, there really wasn't a favorite. Yeah, Chase with the points lead and everything, but like in terms of raw speed, like no one was like, oh, he's going to be the guy. And I, I kind of want to see that. Like, oh, can we knock him out in the early rounds? Um, the point system was good. It would have been Ryan Blaney, but anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking forward to uh, this year. Second question, Nolan, back to you. What race, and this can be across any, uh, I guess, motorsport event, are you looking forward to to most? Or one or two, whatever whatever your heart contends. Yeah, so uh, in full transparency, because I was listening to the second to last episode today at work, um, I know you guys are big Formula One guys, and that is a motorsport that I'm probably – the least knowledgeable about. <laughs> I'll be oh, honest buddy, with you. I can tell you a lot about some goofy ass series you've never heard about <laughs> in your life. So it's one of those deals where if you guys start talking about Formula One, I might be a little uh, quiet. I'll chime in if I know something. <laughs> um, I know a little bit about IndyCar. Um, I'm a big Alex Rossi fan. I'm excited to see him, by the way, um, with uh, I think McLaren or Arrowhead or whatever mm-hmm. the team is. Um, but to answer your question, Kevin. The race that I am looking forward to is a race that if, you know, three, four years ago, if, if if my past self would have heard me say this, I would have thought that he was crazy. But I am excited for the Coca-Cola 600 because I don't know if you guys remember it, but that was a fun, fun race. And it was the longest race and it was just pure oh, yeah. just racing, but it was passing. There was, you know, some wrecks and they got mm-hmm. a little crazy at some time. But like the Coke 600, for some reason... I enjoyed that so much last year, and I'm looking forward to it uh, this year. You bastard. You took my answer right from underneath <laughs> me. I was going to say the same thing. This Coke 600 last year absolutely slapped. I am really looking forward to seeing like pretty much most of the mile and a half outside of Texas. I'm very excited for. Isn't that um, but weird, the Coke though? 600, right? Uh, like, Coke like 600. When, we were, when we were recording back in 2019, it was like, oh, my God, can we just not? And now we're like, yeah, where's the Coke 600 at? Let's go. Yeah, that, it's the hype train, honestly, about it. And I, I'm, I'm really excited for that day in general because, A, Monaco, I, I know it's not a fun race. I know it's not that exciting anymore, but it is still Monaco. And I love waking up early in the morning for that. You get the Indy 500 midday. And then, of course, now I used to never care. The Coke 600 was like, I'm tired. I'm drunk. I'm bored. I don't want to watch this. Now it's like, this is kind of almost this is right there this is like a top three nascar race of the year and 
I am, and I, yeah, I'll, I'll throw that out there. I think it'll be a top three race this year. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But so I can have a different answer than you. If they fix the short track package, and I hope they did, um, you know, I, I'm interested in the Bristol night race as always. I, I think that Bristol still had a good show. It just, you know, it wasn't as good as previous years, which had been bangers. So, Kevin, what about you? Give me the am better 301 answer. <laughs> oh, you bastard. Shut up. <laughs> Shut no. the hell up. Okay, on the NASCAR side, I, I'm i really excited for the Nashville race to be a night race. Um, oh, it is actually going to be a night race this year. Yes, having – I was there for the inaugural race, and it was hot as hell. Um, yeah. I literally a guy, a guy passed out next to me, like – as Larson crossed the finish line, I was like, all right, I'm going to get back to my car and just get the hell out of here. Hopefully You're not going to help the guy that's passed out? Tisk tisk. Part of the reason he was passing out was because of alcohol consumption, I will say, though. Yeah, nobody <laughs> drinks water at those things. I'm the only one that really realizes okay. you need to have there water. Was, there was people closer and medical staff already there, so I was like, all right, all we're, right, good. All right. we're good to head out. Um, I, I don't know. I just loved a, a change of... Because that, that should be a transition race, too. And I love those. I feel like we don't have enough of those. Like, the Coke 600 is one of those. The 500, Daytona 500 is one of those. Um, but just to have another one, I'm very excited about. And then outside of NASCAR, I feel like it, I'm, I'm so American saying this. But, I mean, I would be absolutely remiss not to say I am very excited to see how the, the Las Vegas Grand Prix turns out. Yeah, I I don't like how long of these straightaways it is in such a condensed area. I feel like the way that these cars race and and everything gets me a little nervous. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I also would be lying if I said I wasn't a little excited for that one. Even though I am very much against having way too many races in America, I think there are better tracks in the world that we could be going to in Formula <laughs> Germany. Um, but you know. Just, just the bold, like the the aesthetic. I'd say. Um, yeah. Oh, the aesthetic is what I'm out excited of It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And then we go go to you know places that are just going to be boring as hell, like you know, not you know. I I I think that Qatar is going to be boring as hell again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one. I I don't like France anymore. I think that well, France is gone. So you're good. Okay, good. See, I did it. I manifested away. I will say, none of us said uh, North Wilkesboro, which was announced since the last time that uh, we recorded. I think there's yeah. hesitation though on that because of the short track package. That's that's one of my biggest things too. That's where and... I stand. I want to be hyped. I want to be so much more hyped. But I, and I, I think it's an awesome race. And just cool. it, I don't know. But like, I'm like. When when the reference for me for short track racing is like the Martinsville 2017 fall race, where it's like I want every single race to be like that, or just any Bristol night race with those bangs, oh, like can't. I feel like this race has so much hype around it, but I don't. I like personally don't want to add too much hype because I don't want to. Yeah. I feel like I'll be disappointed. I think that uh, April second is going to give us a good idea of. Um you know, how North Wilkesboro might race. I know it's not going to be the same track surface, but Richmond mm-hmm. is a close enough comparison, I think, to it, because you can't compare it with Bristol Dirt, obviously, and you can't really compare it with Martinsville. Is um, that race, like, earlier than usual? I'm looking at the schedule now. Which one? 
the the Richmond one. Like, I Bro, they've been moving be, that track around so much. That's gonna be I don't cold. Know where it's supposed to be. <laughs> that's gonna be a cold race. I I mean, it's in April in Virginia. I don't know, but it's like early April. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, probably gonna I be think, a little little chilly. I think they did it like late April last. Year. I went to the April race last year at Richmond and can confirm super chilly. I've never been that cold at a race ever, but uh, really cold. It was like 60 degrees, which yeah. is totally fine. But then when you have cars flying by you and you yeah. get that breeze, just not, not a good fit. They can absolutely just move the schedule any which way they want. I, I probably wouldn't notice outside of the Coke 600 and the Daytona 500. You know, I, I, I just, <laughs> they can do whatever they want there. Um, what was I going to say? Did you watch mm-hmm. the Cars Tour by chance when they were at North Wilkesboro when Junior raced? I did not. I was going to say, did I lose everyone on that reference? <laughs> I, um, oh, I mean, I saw highlights. Um... Yeah. I mean, fair. Not a lot of people, you know, are nerding out over it. And to be fair, I mean, it's it's on one of those, like, pay-per-view websites that you have to... You have to do, but I was very intrigued, I will say. Me and a couple friends watched it, and I, I will say, at least from the late model standpoint, I, I, I don't know anything about late models. I know there's a super late, a late, a 410. I, I don't know. I'm like, it's all confusing to me, to be honest, but it was really cool watching that, and they raced really well around there, and Junior, for what it's worth, that Sundrop car looked awesome, and probably could have won the race if he wasn't just kind of, you know, minding his own business. Didn't so, he get third or something? Yeah. Like, yeah he finish. almost won. I Well, I don't know if you can say he almost won, but he was doing really well at Five Flags at the, um, what was it, the Snowflake or the Snowball? Mm-hmm. One of the two. So, he, I mean, I I like, I honestly like that type of racing. Now, the cup car is obviously different because it's way heavier. Yeah. But, I mean, the track can kind of work as multi-groove but it, it is old it yeah. is an old track it, it it definitely they need to do the renovations to it and i mean if this works out and i'm sure it will because nascar fans have been screaming to get north wilkesboro back for the last 25 years it's here y'all better show the fuck up for it because <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say y'all bitch and moaned for this stupid track to come back for the last 25 years y'all better show up and i'm rooting for it to be honest i know i just said it was a stupid track but i am rooting for it you know, because I don't want to go back to Texas ever again for any reason whatsoever. That's right. I'm excited to not have to watch the second race in Texas. Yeah, well, I'll find yes. anything else to do. Nolan, I don't know <laughs> how you feel about Texas, but we are very strong on our anti-Texas opinion here for the track I'm, itself. I am right there with you guys, honestly. It, uh, it when... needs to be turned into a camping world. <laughs> I agreed. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, um, you know, for a playoff race too, just to see the leaders taking the lead and you're worried about their tires blowing is such an embarrassment along with the no passing. So um, I think it's a great move by NASCAR. I'm excited about North Wilkesboro. I tried to look into North Wilkesboro, by the way, to get tickets. Um, yeah. They, hard to fun, get right. Fun fact. Um, they're a, they're hard to get on the front straightaway, but they had like a general admission or like a back straightaway grandstand. That's and they cool. only, they only sold four tickets for a party. So I had like eight of my guys and I was like, well, sorry guys, I guess we're not going because they only sold uh, to parties of four because they wanted to, or, you know, anybody less than four could get tickets, but if you wanted any more than four, you basically 
weren't guaranteed to sit with each other, which I thought was kind of annoying, but like I kind yeah. of get it at the same time because you they want to definitely organize that easier than you think, but you have to show up mega early because the other thing, and I guess this kind of goes for anyone who wants to go to this event who's listening traffic is a nightmare and I, I this is fair for any track i haven't been to one where traffic really wasn't outside of dega and i didn't know because we were camping but you know traffic at north willsboro very bad keep that in mind if you're going show up super early be prepared to sit in traffic as you leave so word of advice thank you uh, you're welcome right. kevin i'm sure you're not going <laughs> uh I we also did I, I real quick? We also didn't mention the Chicago Street Course. Kevin and I, we've said our piece about this nonsense before. We're just gonna. I'm at this point. I'm just gonna let it happen and just sit there with my hands crossed and 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 you know just letting it letting it exist. Yeah, I'm sure I, it'll be like Road America in two years. I like street courses. I don't think produce great racing. Um, well, and I think there's. I think it's but... a cool idea, and I I just hate that it's like we're doing it in a market that already has a track that's like pretty popular that we don't race at anymore. Well, that we don't race at anymore. That's, you that's, see, something Kevin, that's not in yeah. Chicago. <laughs> well, that's it's in a Chicago in the name. Anyways. Gonna question, Bethy. Or should I say last question of this little round table uh, to Nolan, what is your bold prediction? Give me a bold prediction for this year. All right. So my bold prediction, I think, that and I don't know if this is bold based off of what we saw at the end of the season, but I think that AJ Allmendinger is going to put that 16 colleague racing car in the playoffs. Win or no win? Well, I, I think I uh, I'm going to say no win because he was that that team, both him and Justin Haley, have been relatively consistent. Um, and especially at Homestead, for example, we saw AJ, you know, racing Ross for a second, oh, yeah. right? Uh, you know, for oh, a yeah. round of eight playoff race. So it seems like whenever AJ jumps into that 16 car, he seems to produce really good results. And I know that that's probably not the boldest thing that I could, you know, say on here. Like I could say, Hey guys, I think Ty Dillon is going to make the playoffs, but I'm just oh. trying to, I'm trying to. <laughs> Pull like a bold prediction that's not like that's unrealistic. A, that's a really bold prediction considering he's not in a full time run. No, Ty Dillon is. What, what is he in? He's what in did the he seven get seven. He's he's in the Spire uh, car. Oh, well, Kevin, we're off to the we're off to a good start. I'm I'm over on one. Fire. That's fair. I didn't realize he was in the seventy seven. That, that is a bold either. prediction. I, I don't that. think the the sixteen car being in the playoffs is too bold of a prediction. I think that like if you said they would win. Maybe, but like I, dude, I could even see them winning at Coda, getting that revenge win, mm-hmm. and you know they're gonna be calling is so good at super speedways in Xfinity. How long until they figure that out in Cup? You know, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm not putting it past that 16 car to make the playoffs either. That is, that's a good, good pick. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I guess, I guess the reason for it uh, is you know with AJ, I'm so used to seeing him. You know, in the JTG cars a couple of years back before he joined up with colleagues. So, like, the idea of, like, AJ being in, in a competitive ride, I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, is this bold? Is this not bold? But that's, I guess that's my lane bold prediction. <laughs> fair. That is fair. I'm trying to see if I can come up with one for myself. Um, I guess maybe my bold prediction is I don't think Toyota's going to be very competitive this year. And Ooh. I'll tell you why. You just lost your 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 horse. You, like Kyle Busch is gone. 
Like your your main guy there right now is Denny Hamlin, and like I mean, obviously, like advertisement wise, it's it, it's Bubba, but like I'm saying, like experience wise, at Toyota, it's Denny, and championship list Denny, and Truex, then Christopher Bell, and then Ty Dill, or sorry, Ty Gibbs, sorry. So I don't see them being as competitive. They didn't do very well at middle of the season, I feel like, last year. And, I mean, I I feel like Chevy and Ford are probably going to take bigger steps than them. But that's a am poor I, prediction. Obviously, I haven't seen anyone on track, so how the hell would I know? But Am I fun... cracked out of my mind to say that Tyler Reddick is the most talented driver at Toyota now? No, that's not. Honestly, I'm, I said experience-wise Hamlin, but talented-wise... I mean, you could put Reddick there. I think Christopher Bell is extremely talented, and he showed it last year at the end of the season by just mm-hmm. realizing, oh, I can actually drive a, a race car again, and I can do mm-hmm. it well. But um, yeah, Tyler Reddick definitely is going is championship robust. I feel like this season, Fair. him and Chastain for sure. All right, I'm gonna go. We go one. I'll go one for each series. Uh, oh, that's not uh, fair. I didn't get to do that for Xfinity. Oh, I meant I meant IndyCar. Kevin, I, I wanted to oh, oh, I wanted to F1. say something about Anthony's Toyota prediction, by the way. Bold prediction hit, hit for it. So, so, okay, so you mentioned Kyle Busch, but you got to remember Kurt Busch is no longer in that forty-five either, and Kurt Busch has a tendency of when he jumps into a race car, he just brings that team to another level. So yeah, I think also that that's also one yeah. So like that's also going to impact all of the, what, six cars that they have. And uh, so I, I do agree with that because it seems like um, Toyota does really well on like little mini hot streaks. Like we saw it with Christopher Bell mm-hmm. and we saw it with Denny Hamlin, but not the full-blown consistency that we saw out of, you know, Chevrolet and I guess Ford. Really, Chevrolet's Ford. the only manufacturer where it was like consistent all season long. Ford was consistent with swapping spit with each other with who was going to be in victory lane. That's where I put it because they <laughs> they had no idea who their their wheelman was until the end of the season. Like, oh, Logano, you're it. Fair enough. All right, my okay. I'll start with NASCAR. Chevy wins the Daytona 500, their first since 2014. That doesn't involve someone taking out Eric Amarola going into yeah, the three. That's my well pretty. I was I was thinking back the other day, like, okay, what manufacturers have won it? And like Chevy, like, I feel like now getting Almendinger full time, you get Kyle Busch. I don't know. I feel like that adds something to it. You got all the Hendrick guys, like, they're due. There's there's one driver who's gonna win it. I don't. Chevrolet. Who is Corey it? Joy? No, man, Eric oh, Jones. Come on. Oh, dude, my bad, my bad. Yeah, Gregson too. I mean, he's a good point <laughs> racer. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, that's up, on huh? me. That's on me. I, yeah, fun fact. Speaking of Noah Gregson, uh, since the last time we recorded, I've actually talked to Noah Gregson because uh, I was in Pensacola, not for the Snowball Derby, but I was on my way back from a funeral and happened to stop in Pensacola that night and happened to go out to a random restaurant. And I walk in and I immediately make eye contact with Noah Gregson. So I said hi. <laughs> um, that's wild. Yeah, no, it's a small world. I like forgot about the Snowball Derby was happening and then... Like, go, literally first table. And I think, I definitely some other guys who I recognize were there. Maybe Sammy Smith, he might have been there. That sounds something right. I don't know. Um, anyways, for F1, I think Mercedes wins the Constructors. 
I think they had a down year. They're coming back. Can't tell you who's going to win the championship. Obviously, I can. Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I can no? tell you he's going to win the championship. His name rhymes with uh, Fax Chapin. Fernando Alonso. Got it. Yeah, and that's then, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, for IndyCar, I think in this one, just because it would be really freaking funny, I think Polo wins the championship and then dips. <laughs> I mean, he's already confirmed the dip, but I think it would just be really funny. Or maybe not the What's championship. What's the confirmed though. dip? Like, did F1 or... No, no. He, so he's, like, con... He, he, they, like, he's with the Ganassi, out. and then he's going to... Yeah, he's already... He has a contract with McLaren for 2024. Got it. Okay. So maybe not the championship, but the 500 or the championship. Like, I, I, I see him winning something big. Oh, he almost like, won right, it right. last year doing absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's... The definition of a consistent driver, like he is the opposite of Sebastian Bourdais. He's like, I don't win, but I sure am in the top three every single race. So I think um, he gets it done. Bold prediction for um, F1. Nick DeVries is going to be fucking awesome. He is already awesome. I like that guy. No, but he's going to be more awesome than he already is. I think he's going to he's going to outpace everyone else in that like lower midfield battles. Like he he won't be scoring like top fives all the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's still like you know McLaren, the Alpines, and even like are they Alpha Romero or do they switch again? Are they Audi Romeo now? Until 2026 when okay. they become Audi. Okay. So I think that like you know like Alphatari is like sixth seventh best, but I think that DeVries is going to be in the points majority of the races or at least competing for them. And this is not a bull prediction for next year, but Nick DeVries in that second Red Bull car 2024 book it. Ooh. Sorry, Checo, I love you, but the, does Daniel Ricardo just Who? fuck off or Who? Who? Oh, <laughs> get this man off the podcast. <laughs> We're not talking about washed up drivers right. here. Okay? All right. <laughs> Go Denny to IndyCar, Bozo. All right, Denny Hamlin fan. Go to IndyCar, Bozo. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that, um, I don't have an IndyCar bowl prediction. I know Nolan sure has some IndyCar bowl predictions. Absolutely. Actually, I think that Andretti, with all of Ooh. this fiasco with the formula one and and them trying to get involved with cadillac and all that other stuff is going to greatly impact their uh team's performance and i don't think they're going to be as strong as what they are i mean i think colton herda really carried that team last year uh because you know they have like five drivers and he was like really the only driver that i felt like led and, and won races but i feel like with what's going on with andretti and formula one and maybe you guys can kind of talk to the listeners about this a little bit more because for me personally again i'm out of yeah. place on this but but i saw that only one team essentially approved andretti like joining formula one like like how does that work like you have to basically get signed off by their by every single team like what's that process like yeah so it's it's politics basically in formula one that's the best way to put it right kevin damn right couldn't have said it they <laughs> they are they are they have ownership of their teams and they like money. Funny enough, they really like money in formula one. So when you add another team to that, that team has to pay an entry fee of correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin, 250 million. So it, it was something like that, but then I've heard rumors of them increasing it now to like 
think 600 million or something ridiculous they they really do they really are trying to gatekeep as hard as they can to keep people out of the series it feels like instead of like expanding it and i did read that i I can't remember who it was i think it's the current fia president is very open to the expansion of more teams i know that i'm very open to seeing more teams out there kevin i don't know how you feel i'm sure that you know more competition is better for sure um but yeah it, it depends on like approval from i think all the teams or at least 80 percent of them i think it was and then like obviously the, the the fee and then you have to get um like you can't just be added to the next season i don't think andretti can even join until 2026 um maybe 2025 at this rate but it would kind of be I just weird to join so right before like a new... it's wasting his talent just sitting there and he's not having an opportunity yeah. you know my my thoughts on the issue is yes I, I I want a new team. Um, I also completely understand where the pushback is coming from because new team means less money because pot pot same size, yeah, more team less money. But then also like and I I I don't think this would be an issue if it was just like an up and coming team from Europe. And it's like, all right, sure, like be a backmarker, do whatever you want to do. Like you're not really going to change anything. But the fact that this could be like an actual American team, I think scares a lot of the teams because I'm sure a bunch of them are working on potential sponsors, especially because the market's exploding here. Yeah. So it's like, well, if they're the American team, they're going to have all the American sponsors, and we'll lose money because of that. It, I mean, it's all business. It's um, it, yeah, it's business politics, and I, basically. They keep throwing an additional challenge at Andretti, and then he keeps jumping that hurdle every single time. So, like, yeah, they just got Cadillac, right? Yeah, they well, they got Cadillac to be like not the engine supplier because I think they get the engines from Renault. Um, but then they would like they want GM in general is what they want. Yeah, they'd be like a, a big sponsor. I don't know. They they keep doing everything that the FIA tells them to do, and then the FIA yeah. keeps adding more rules. So the FIA president, Mohammed Ben Salayim, says that Motorsports governing body will actively launch a process to find possible new teams to join the Formula One grid in future seasons. This was like announced like nine days ago or whatever. And they said like 10 teams have already or no, I'm sorry. Never mind. That's not the right terminology. But basically, like they're looking to add more to it because, like you said, Kevin, there's like this untapped like market in America that like it's getting there but like if you have an American team like that is going to be the team here in the states that is going to be yeah. what everyone roots for and no shit they're probably going to be successful um you know if we're doing it right I-, I mean that's that that should scare some of the other teams especially some of the smaller teams but at the end of the day I mean I <sighs> I get where they're coming from, but if you don't want to spend like $150 million on your catering budget, you, you do have a cap that you have to stay <laughs> under. And the fact of the matter is, like, that should help you save money and make the make F1 more competitive, but, you know. Yeah. Budget. Budget. I don't know. Budget. <laughs> I, like, obviously I want a team. Uh, Andretti would be such a cool team, too, like the, the yeah. history and everything. And they've done everything, so at this point, it's like the teams are the only ones who's stopping it. But I think at the I think at the end of the day, the FIA can like if like mm-hmm. it it comes down to them. Like at a certain it's point, still, the teams yeah. kind of gotta fuck off. 
it still legally. is um yeah it still is the fact that like a new entrant needs to pay a fee of 200 million um so that is still the same uh the only only one entry uh, only one entirely new team has entered formula one in the previous 10 years haas which joined the world championship in 2016 prior to that formula one saw four brand new teams granted permission joined the same season in 2010 with virgin lotus hrt and usf1 god bless however um usf1 never did anything so um hopefully this will be different but uh i mean we do technically have the u.s team of haas and what if they decided it would just be easier if we fucked off because you know they do struggle with sponsorship because they don't have any. Yeah, but they could pull some. F- they could. Like, I don't know. I feel like Dragon? American sponsors would be more inclined to jump in for an F1 yeah. team, especially with its growth versus the I just, car team. I don't see Andretti joining Haas because I think that they don't want to have to start at the bottom. They, if they, they have the means, the backing, the engine supplier, why start in the bottom when you can just go straight to mid midfield you know yeah yeah that was gonna be my question but you just answered it so that makes sense yeah and going back to what you said nolan i do agree that it's definitely going to affect their indycar team but their indycar team kind of doesn't have anyone okay i'm gonna be nice to the drivers here so they got colton herda i don't really know if kyle kirkwood's good because he drove for a um aj Foyt car last year so i do we know if he's good this is the question mark i guess kevin i have no idea Kevin, I mean, like, define good. Like, give me, give me a, a consistent top. Like, can he finish in the top eight consistently? Because I feel like if you're a top eight driver, you're competing for a championship. I would say so. Okay, Roman Grosjean needs to really step it up because last year was super disappointing. I think he didn't do anything except run into his teammate. Um, and then Devlin DeFrancesco exists. He does. I found out he's a really good. Im's a driver, so there's that. I so it, I I think people I don't know if it got lost in the shuffle of everything. Um, and we can move on after this, but like Grosjean jumped to a better team last year and got two less podiums than he did the year before. Yeah. So like this could be his last season if he's just like I don't know. I feel like he's got to step up. And also. I, you have to consider the following that he was on a worse team, quote unquote, but was also the number one driver there. So he got all the attention when he was at Rick Ware, whatever else it was called. He was the third driver at Andretti behind Rossi and Herta. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, you know. Fair. And then I don't see anything else that's really changed outside of they don't know who's in the 78 car for Hollinger with Callum Islet. I don't really care who's in that other car, to be yeah. honest. It's a 78 car. Um, maybe it'll be somewhat cool. Maybe it won't be. I'll tell you who's not on the 2023 20 IndyCar grid, though, Kevin. Uh, main man Jimmy Johnson. Well, is he not? No, like, he's not. Well, I know not full time, but is he? I don't know. If, I don't think he's announced um, any IndyCar plans if he's even having those. I would like to see him do the 500 one more time. Yeah. You know, not that's probably not going to happen, but he's yeah. he, he's doing. Is it who's he doing it with in in Cup? Is it GMS Petty GMS? Yeah, Petty GMS. He's a part okay. owner in Petty GMS now. That's they're right. Actually, that's, I don't know why um, I was thinking. They're making mountain on the 11th. Um, I have no idea if it's going to be a new sponsor, if it's going to be a new name, but because they said It'll... that 
they put together the deal uh, with yeah. Jimmy Johnson, but they they wanted to announce it as soon as possible, but they actually didn't announce the name, but they want to include him in it somehow. I have no idea. I think they should be like seven-time GMS motorsport. So you get, yeah. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, or something um, like GMS seven or something like that. Just yeah, like that'd be cool. Simple. Yeah. Will Power doesn't know his number for next year. That's goofy. Will Power? What? Yeah, it says TBA right here on Team Penske. Yeah, I'll be twelve. I'll be twelve. I'd be the one car if I were him. Like, I, I, like maybe that's what he wants to do. Is like, do I want to be the one car in what will probably be one of my last seasons? Because I am the champion. That's fair. Max for Max for Stappen, you know. What if they did that in NASCAR? That'd be so funny. Yeah, it's it's just Ross Chastain. Sorry, man. <laughs> Ross Chastain gets absolutely bludgeoned over the head. The one car is no longer yours. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. What else do we have here? So, um. Oh. Um. Are we gonna try and care about the twenty-four hours of Daytona this year, Kevin? You know, I always end up watching a little bit of it. Okay. Um, and that's as much as the caring will go. I know I'm not uh, trying to care. be disrespectful. I will be rooting. I, no, that's fair. I don't go to it, so I know going to it is way better than watching on TV. I'm rooting for the Bus Bros, they're they're racing. Who? Uh, New Garden and uh, Scotty. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! I think hell they're yeah. LMP two, LMP two, whatever one that is. I know that Cindric's doing an LMP two with um Devlin and someone else who was pretty good. Yeah, it's basically just the IndyCar class. Pretty much. I'm trying to see if we can get a roster here. Uh, you want to round out the field then? I don't know what else we can talk about other than you know stuff. Yeah, what sure. Rounding out the field. Oh, hang on, Nolan. What do you what do you guys say? No, no. I was gonna say, do you guys want to talk about silly season like for NASCAR? Sure. I mean, I, I thought that we kind of did that already, but we oh yeah, yeah no, no. If we did, if we did, my bad. No, 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 I don't. Kevin, do you want to talk <laughs> about it again? I, I don't know. I don't know what we did. What else? Uh, what else were you thinking, Nolan? What What else did we all miss? Um, I mean, I guess um, just kind of reviewing maybe uh, who's going where and, and kind of your thoughts on how, how you think they're going to do it, unless you guys have already talked about that in the previous uh, episode, um, oh, which is which is totally fine. Just kind of oh, break right. down maybe like, oh, like, you know, they're going here, this person's going there. What, what yeah, sure. Thoughts? I got it pulled up on my stream if you want to hop on over here. I was looking up the preliminary list of um... – yeah, I, I saw it. So that's why I was a little confused. That's why I was like, oh, I was like, I see it's up. Um, so I wasn't sure. If we were so, yeah, here's that. the driver change in 2023. So we already kind of talked about AJ in the 16. And obviously, I think like you and I both agreed, Nolan, that's a it's a good career move. Um, probably a championship or not champ, but a playoff contender. Kyle Busch from the Joe Gibbs, the eight car. I feel like we talked about that, Kevin, in an episode, but I can't remember. We, ha- we have, but I do have a question for y'all. Yeah. Kyle Busch next year over under 1.5 wins. The eight car won and had more capability to win more races. I'm going over. Yeah, I'm going over too. I think he's going to be able to to bring that eight car to another level that even Tyler Reddick uh, wasn't able to do. I don't know about that, but I definitely feel like he can win two races because Tyler Reddick boofed it a couple times, and I don't think that Kyle's going to boof it as much as he will. Hell, maybe Kyle finally does win the 500. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling that you, would be hilarious. I, that would be. What I, that I think happened to Kyle, where they like were on a team and like they never. I guess it was Kurt Busch, maybe is who I'm thinking of. Like they never won it. And then as soon as they start their first year with someone, they win it. 
Uh, I mean, last year, Kozlowski was in the two car for how many in those years? Oh, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, Cindric. Yeah. 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 So that'd be kind of like the reverse, I guess. Yeah. That's a a bold prediction right there. Yeah. I can see. I mean, someone from Chevy's going to win it. Might as well be him. I still think Tyler Reddick wins way more races than uh, Kyle Busch. Ooh, that yeah, that's a good question. I ooh, I actually don't know that. I I totally disagree. I, I Tyler Reddick Kyle Kyle got screwed on the whole crew chief situation at Joe Gibbs Racing, and that's they weren't fair. giving him the the best of the best. I mean, Christopher Bell literally showed up at the twenty, and they were like, "Oh, hey, Kyle, like you have uh, a wonderful team. Thank you so much for driving for them." All right, Christopher Bell, here is Kyle Busch's championship winning team. Good luck. And Christopher Bell almost won a championship. Exactly. I, I don't think that they were giving Kyle uh, the best stuff over at Joe Gibbs Racing anymore. I think so you, guys ju- saying, I think you guys are saying Kyle's going to win more races than Redick. I 100%. That's my, that's my bold prediction right there. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not going on the record with that. I'm going to say Redick wins more races than Kyle Busch. <laughs> All right. That's fair. We'll see. That's, that's why we watch. You're not going to catch I, me slipping on that. I think they'll be separated by one but I can't tell you who's going to be better or worse. Cause I don't know. It's like Reddick's really good on the road courses, but then Toyota's like sucked on the road courses. So I think that yeah. person, but I think on like the intermediates will be better. I mean, I think Reddick's going to be the best Toyota driver. Cause it, my bold prediction was that Toyota's going to stink. So, you know, I have to be right somewhere. That's fair. Maybe they're just going to have a mid off all year in like 12th place. <laughs> a mid off battle for uh, the points transfer. Hell yeah. Um, all right. So the other one was um, Ty Gibbs. The 18 car will not exist next season, which is a huge bozo move, in my opinion, by Joe Gibbs to not have an 18 car. Like, just, just move Christopher Bell into it or something. Like, I'll be honest. I forgot about car. that. I forgot about that. I, like, in my head, Ty Gibbs is driving the 18. Yeah, why does Ty Gibbs want the 54 so bad? Like, that number kind of stinks anyways, in my opinion. That Like, when I think of the 54, I get that Kyle Busch has won a million races in it. I still think of Todd Bodine and that, that, that American flag car in 2003. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of the 54 car. Is that the one that, like, rode through the air at Michigan? Hell yeah, Kenny that's Wallace. the one that got on Kenny, Wallace Kenny Wallace's Wallace car. Kenny Wallace here. There we go. Yes, sir. Kenny Wallace, 23 car. We It was coming around, <laughs> Kevin. You knew it was going to come around. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah can i just say one thing about ty gibbs um i really hope that monster decides to like be a little more creative with their uh branding this year and does other cars other than the original flavor you should tweet um, that out oh, yeah wait. oh crazy i think i already did um, <laughs> i don't know i'm obs- i think that the best flavor of monster personally speaking is the white uh sugar-free one and have you, you had the aussie lemonade out. have you had the aussie lemonade dude life-changing it's the best nolan you a you team monster guy yeah i uh, i don't drink them as much as what i used to but uh i used to really love the um the m80s or the m90s i don't know if you guys remember those but probably like i do seven, oh i do years ago. it was the yellow can man it was so yeah. good so yeah definitely team monster so yeah if we could just get cars that look like that that would look way better than just the black and green and white yeah that they do every year that just has run its course. Even just like a but, one-off at this point. Like it, I don't feel like we've yeah. had a singular exciting monster scheme. Monster has a lot of money, you know. They, they, they do. afford to do it. 
Red Bull I think that was and Red Bull's downfall in NASCAR. Red Bull was and um, I'm or, uh, let me say I, I'm convinced Red Bull and Monster are not energy drink brands. They are media yeah. brands that just happen to sell beverages. Hundred <laughs> percent. Be honest with you, I never really thought about that, but I think you're right. Um, I, I mean, at this stage in the game. So then we got Ty Dillon. We already kind of talked about to the seventy-seven, which I forgot about. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, that's like the I'm, most. I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but who cares? Yeah. Well, you know what? No. Uh, how many stage wins does he have now, Kevin? That's three-time winner. Is well, it three? the only three-time stage winner title in the year? Three, but then he did, – did he win something at the Clash last year? Like a Three-and-a-half-time stage winner to you, title. Yeah. I mean, someone's um, got to finish 28th in the championship, so I get it. Yeah. Kurt Busch stepped away full-time. I don't think he's probably going to do any part-time racing anymore. I think – Think him back into the wall is the last thing we're ever going to see him in a race car, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe for like um, a short track or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. That. I'm pretty sure that the Bristol dirt race was the, well, not the final nail in the coffin, but I mean, looking back at that hit, me and my buddy who watched that race, that was way more vicious than people realize, and mm-hmm. really, really probably had another thing to do with it. Um, Tyler Reddick, we kind of already talked about. Ryan Priest. Replacing Cole Custer in the 41. I completely forgot that Cole Custer is no longer in the Cup Series. That is how <laughs> under the radar Cole Custer is. I like I, I like the move because I like I've always liked Brian Priest, but the 41 car since I guess Custer joined like nothing. I like I go entire months of watching full races and I mm-hmm. do not see that car. It's yeah. just like. It, it, it doesn't. It's not a real car half the time. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for it, but I don't know if it's if it's going to be good. I will say they they did bring back. Um, who was it? Chad Johnson? Does it? Do they have that listed there? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Kyle Larson's. And I hated Chad Johnson when he was the t- oh, uh, the crew no. chief for for Tony Stewart back in the day, dude. I did not like him, but. He, I think he was there for his final win uh, in 2016, so he grew on me a little bit there. They had a good like month stretch over the summer um, of Smoke's last whole season. They got the uh, crew chief changes here. Not really too many of them. I know Keith Rodden's now in a three-car. Good luck. Um, oh, good. Really? I actually didn't know that. Yeah, Travis Peterson, oh. the 34. Ryan um, Brigenti in the 38. So they just completely did a whole swap at FRM. I know that the 34 crew chief went somewhere else, and I, I probably already said it. So, um, Luke Lambert in the 42 is going to be interesting. Mike Kelly in the 47. Blake Harris is taking over for the 48 next year. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see if that'll work out. That's right. Chris Gale moves up with uh, Ty Gibbs, or was Chris Gale Ty Gibbs crew chief in Xfinity? He was, and he was also Eric Jones's crew chief when he was in the 20. I'm interested to see how that's going to work because I do think Chris Gale does bring a lot of good experience to Ty Gibbs, and maybe Ty does win a race next year. Hopefully not in a stupid-looking car. He wasn't that impressive. I mean, I know the circumstances were a little odd, but I wasn't, like, blown away by him and Kurt Busch's car. I I wasn't either, but were we blown away by Noah Graxon in the 48? All right, that's that's fair. (laughs) I think that the experience of having an entire offseason to learn the car really is going to make a huge difference, whereas getting thrown into it. The only person I think that got thrown into the car last year that even did anything like remotely good. Can I even say Zane Smith? Did he do anything at Gateway? 
Uh, it was a top 20 finish, which I feel there like is, is, is impressive, right? Uh, given the circumstances of never... Um, I know Daniel Hemrick as well, when he stepped in for Ty Gibbs, right. he was stepping in for Kurt Busch, yep. That's right, did, yeah. Did Zane Smith race a cup car? Yeah, yeah when Chris Buescher... I think Chris Buescher tested positive for COVID. Okay, and, I, I'm, I'm yeah. going to put on my tinfoil hat real quick. I think he got a concussion in that flip, and they just didn't want to admit it. Was that the week after? That was the week after. Ooh, Broke on COVID from the turf. <laughs> why wouldn't they just announce it like everything else, though? I don't know, man, because that was a vicious crash. Yeah. That's... They're like, look, it looks better if the car like weakly backs into the corner and they get a concussion, whereas if they're flipping violently on the turf, we don't want any injuries from that to be announced. I... Again, tinfoil hat. I completely forgot that Zane Smith drove a cop car. That's okay. Zane Smith probably forgot, too. That's fair. Oh, I'm sorry, um, truck champion Zane Smith to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then Josh Balicki is going to be in partial schedule for a 78. Um, that's awesome. That's the best news out of all these, to be honest. Um, we already talked about Jimmy, so yeah, that's silly season for that. I, do we even want to go through and cover Xfinity? Because the only thing that matters, in my opinion, is that Brandon Jones has moved to the better car. The Does Cole car. Custer win double-digit races next year? Does he even have double-digit top tens? No, I'm kidding. He, he's probably going to be, like, really good. I think Cole Custer, if he doesn't win the championship, is a disappointing season. I'll be honest. There is no one. Yeah, but I, I said the same thing about AJ when he went down into Xfinity, and honestly, it wasn't that disappointing. So so if he, but, because of the playoff format that we have, so if Cole Custer wins cool. 10 races, how about uh, and he doesn't Cole win the Custer... championship... If Cole Custer isn't like the regular season champion, is it a disappointment? I say yes. No. No, because Brandon okay. Jones is going to win all 20 something races or whatever. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chandler Smith is in the 16, which I still, I, I'm never going to wrap my head around that properly. Um, yeah, I totally forgot about that. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, that, that's a wild move. Ryan Shurex is going to be full time in the 19. Um, no, he's going to be, he's going to be part time. Oh, is it part time? That, that's going to be oh, their, that's, that's going to be their rotating part. one. Sorry, that's a part-time car. You know no, what I'm fine. really excited for next year? I think Sammy Smith is going to be awesome in Xfinity. I guess no one agrees with me. All right, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't been so... Actually, I John Hunter's in the 20, right? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Cole Custer won't win. It'll be John Hunter. Yeah, because we said that about him in Truck Series and what happened. Yeah, no, well, I, he should have won. John Hunter, what happened? Uh... Don't you bring James in this? Yeah. <laughs> Corporate James. It's going to be on a tear uh, next year because I bet you five bucks if he goes out and if he does very well in the, in the Xfinity Series, they're going to bring him back up to Cup. And I know that that sounds backwards, but we have to remember that okay. Stuart House Racing, Eric Almarola. And Kevin Harvick could potentially be retiring at the end of this year. I know, you know, Eric has been retiring for the past couple of years, but I think that that's even though I think it's backwards, they should have just hold. They should have held Ryan Priest back a year. Um, but I think that that's what's going to happen, or else they wouldn't have thrown him in the zero zero car. Like, why would you? Why would you invest in him if you weren't planning on doing that? If Riley, that's, that's if Riley Herbs ends up the four car in twenty twenty four, I am no longer an NASCAR fan. That's it. I'm <laughs> He's got to win a race. He's got to get a fucking top five. He's got to get. He's got to win a race. If he doesn't win a race, they cannot bring him up to the cup. I'm sorry. No, no. You got to get one. Um, no. I keep forgetting that the 25 team exists now. Am racing with Brett Moffitt. So that's a thing. yeah. 
And another thing, my my who I'm rooting for the most next year, Parker Kligerman, full time. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm happy for Parker. Um, shouts out to Alpha Prime. They got full time Ryan Ellis. Looks like mm-hmm. that's cool too. Um, full time Jeffrey Earnhardt in the 44 is really awesome. How does Jeffrey Earnhardt still keep getting full season ads? Um, I don't care. I'm I love Jeffrey. I'm he like, almost I, won I a Dega like, last year. I feel like every year there's like. It's it's not like I'm against it. It's just like I'm impressed, and it's with a different team every year. It's like good yeah. good for him. Good for him. Look, the crew chief thing on here is a question mark, but we all know who we want to be his crew chief, and that Blair is America's Mack. crew chief. Yes, sir. Um, forty five announced that Sage is going to be back. Stefan is there, and Leland Honeyman Jr. So I do I don't think that um Raja is coming back to that team, but the door is open for Alpha Prime. I feel like they're going to have like that celebrity car ready to go whenever mm-hmm. so parker full-time let's go we don't know who's in the 54 i don't care who's in the 54 uh nothing else really and then riley in the 98 uh what is this yeah. what ca- balthazar like i can't pronounce that who ba- balthazar leg leg was like leg- god damn it sponsorship from medieval times <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. I just, like someone has to like tell me how yeah. to pronounce that. No, I, I know it. It's uh, lick my it's, nuts. Is that? No, is no, that he does, no. The thirteen <laughs> driver is named Balthazar Le- Leguizamon, and that is the best name I've ever heard in my life. And I don't care if he is running in thirty fourth. I'm rooting for him just just any time I hear that name out there. I'm That's looking awesome. forward to Adam Alexander trying to say that name. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also another thing from let's let's wrap out silly season and close up the field here. But yeah, go ahead, yeah sorry, up. I can't speak. Um, good. Vince Welch is no longer with Fox. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Anyways, so, that, um... that happened. Anyways, <laughs> rounding out the field. Um, other news, yeah, we got. I didn't know Nick Sanchez was full time in uh, trucks two car. I didn't realize that. I, I think it's Kyle Busch's uh, car is where Sanchez. Oh yeah, going. KBM moved around. That's right. Yeah, so right, well, yeah. number no, two is still. Fitting. It's Rev Racing. It's Rev Racing. Oh. Yeah, that that that's um. Oh, so I guess mind. they're moving up. Kyle Busch's truck announcement. I've got to say this was probably the most disappointing announcement. Like Petty GMS's announcement was way better. Yeah, because they have Chase yeah. Purdy, and then and then they have another pay driver, and I'm like, uh, you know, at least when he was with Toyota, it was one of those deals where th- th- there was a lot of talent behind it. But here's yeah. GMF Racing, be like, you know, we're gonna pull Raja, and I think they're gonna have that was probably what he was banking yeah. on yep. too. Yeah, Daniel Die, that's gonna be another Jack one. Wood. Yeah, there uh... we go, Jack Wood. That's it, the one that did absolutely nothing in GMS's car. And is now driving for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Dude, you could hold up like four just generic-looking American men and tell me that one of those is Jack Wood, and I'll never be able to pick him out. I don't <laughs> know what he looks like. Just, I'm 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 sure he's a driver. I'm sure that he races. I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. I've never seen him on the track. Like he's yeah. there probably. He's the he's the Cole Custer. Uh, yeah, he really is. Yep. Well, I mean, we'll see more a... of him next year. Uh, Anyways, rounding out the field. Uh, congratulations to 
my LinkedIn friend, Anthony Alfredo, for getting engaged. Shout out to him. Yeah, um, I was going to do something more sad for rounding out the field first, but go ahead and congratulate I, I was, Anthony. I was, I was going to say I'm going through the top on Reddit for the last. All right. Well, also, the top on Reddit's a little late. I wanted to say, first of all, rest in peace to Ken Block, the legend, yeah. Um, you know, gone way too soon in an unfortunate snowmobile accident. And I don't know, like I didn't really grow up on like the Jim Connor videos like a lot of people did. I did I just recently watched a few of them, though, after his passing and my buddy was playing dirt, too. And it was just really weird. Like a lot of these guys like that did stunts and shit like they're just gone. Like they, they're, you know, died way too young and i mean just he was really revolutionary i know for a lot of people and definitely brought a lot of faces to i mean i i know single-handedly like he was very helpful with bringing like you know drifting like to a more popular level in america and especially like with rallycross which honestly we rewatched some of the old videos that I, i wouldn't mind that coming back like not like the stadium rallycross that we have like the actual rallycross racing they had in the mid 2010s so. Yeah, like him and Travis Estrada are the two guys where I, if I ever see like a badass rally car bid, I just assume it's one of them. Um, exactly, yeah. And that's that's the legacy that that he built for himself. So I assume at some point we'll see some Ken Block schemes out there on the track for sure, especially during Throwback Weekend. I'm sure we'll see someone with it. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to an absolute legend of uh, motorsport in general. So, um. Now, Kevin, you can do more wacky things. Honestly, I feel like that's a good thing to end it on. Uh, not a great thing to end it on, obviously, but yeah, but uh, celebrating a the life. Thing. Yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, we're gonna try and do this every single Monday now. Um, with recording, Nolan, I hope that you, you will uh record with us more often. It is great having you and having a third opinion here. Um. I appreciate you guys extending the invite. I've had a blast so far, and as long as you guys will have me, I will definitely come and record some more with you guys. Absolutely. I know Methy right is on. probably punching whatever he's listening to this on, and <laughs> we apologize, Methy. You are still, you are still always welcome on this podcast, bud. You just, you work so late. We don't anymore. Um, what else is there? Uh, oh, I guess there was news that like Cars Tour got bought out by. Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, Kevin Harvick, and Justin Marks, but we'll talk about that next week, I guess. It's going to be successful because Justin Marks is involved. We love Justin Marks in this house. Um, What else is there? So make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTLN Podcast. Um, Check out our uh, partner. Sorry, I had to think of which word to use there. Our partners at Rogue Media who are basically helping us out with all this and shouts out to them for you know putting up with us because obviously we're a mess and we're doing the best we can but hey shouts out to y'all um check out their collection of media over there i need them to give me something to read off of because i i I didn't come prepared for that ad quote-unquote ad read there at the end (laughs) um Make sure to follow uh, me on Twitter. You don't need to follow these other two guys. You can follow me, especially. I'm underscore. I'm at LTLN underscore Anthony. Kevin, what's your Twitter? Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Fucking add me on Be Real if you want to. It's all KJ Cost Nine Nine. Nolan, I know that you got some YouTube stuff going on. Yeah. So uh, yeah, everything on my socials is uh, NASCAR Nolan. So I I do do a little bit of YouTube action on the side. <laughs> uh so i guess if we're gonna uh talk about that yeah well i'll promote that as well if you guys want to check said, that out so for some more uh nascar content you said doo-doo 
That, did I say doo doo? You said doo doo. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Got him. Hey. We're back in 2023, guys. We'll be back next week to maybe preview. I guess we could preview the 24 and just kind of maybe just chat a little bit. You know, we don't have to go over the news so much, maybe. Or, or we can. Who knows? Maybe something crazy happens next week with these announcements. You never know. But uh, until next time, I've been Anthony. I've been Kevin. I've been Nolan. Hell yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.